Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you did. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Hello, everybody. It's Tuesday. I'm John Schmelk. He's Howard Cross. Welcome to Big Blue Kickoff Live right here on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. We're going to take a lot of your calls today at 201-939-4513. Uh, and obviously, we'll get right to it, Howard. Uh, hopefully not completely tragic. We'll see. Damar Hamlin is still in the hospital, and, and, and they're treating him. But uh, a very emotional scene on the football field last night with the Bills playing in Cincinnati very early in the game in a play that you'll see a million times during a football season, nothing unique about it. Uh, DeMar Hamlin tackles T. Higgins, stands back up, collapses. Um, They have to bring the ambulance onto the field. They immediately have to do CPR. They resuscitate him. They have to use the defibrillator to get his pulse back. Now he's been in the hospital since, in critical condition. And, Howard, this is, you know, something in sports, whether it's, you know, facing a 100-man-hour fastball, a hockey puck going a million miles an hour, hockey blades on skates. You know, we've seen that with youth hockey tragedy. Um, it, it, unfortunately, it, it, it's part of going out there, and football especially is a very violent game, and we all just hope that the kid comes through and he's okay. Hey, man, all we can do is pray for his family, yeah. pray for him. Uh, both both teams, it's a tragic, a dramatic thing uh, to see. Um, so... You know, I have no, I have no real words for it. I just, just pray for him and praying for him all night. Yeah, me too. And there's really, I, I tweeted last night, like I'm trying to figure out the right things to say, and there's just there's, nothing there's to say. No, there's really nothing to say. There's nothing to say. So, hopefully he's okay. Uh, we'll figure out what the NFL decides to do with the rest of the schedule, which is, is it's going to be tight. It's going to be a tough thing to figure out with the playoffs. But that's not, I would not make important it a, right make now. Make it a tie. Move on. Yeah, I would say either make a tie or just have them or go by winning percentage, right, and have one less game just on the schedule. Make it a tie. Whatever. Yeah. But they'll figure it out. But hopefully, again, you know, is it, mm-hmm. I, I just don't see them telling the Buffalo Bills, okay, your teammate's in a hospital. You don't know if he's going to live. Go play a game in a day. I just don't see that well, they're not happening. Gonna do they, they can't do it today. They can't do it tomorrow. Thursday would be the earliest they could do it. Yeah, and they're not going to do it Thursday because they have a game on Sunday. Correct. That's so, what I'm saying. It's so a very difficult it's situation. A, it's a tie. It's really a tie. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. You know what? They might just do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else yeah. they can handle it. That yeah. might. And if the two organizations agree to that, I think then everyone would it, be it, okay it, with it. There's nothing to agree to. It's really right. a tie. You move on to the next week. You you try to get the guys back. You know, uh, Cincinnati will be a little easier than than Buffalo. You try to get the guys back to refocus. And you just pray that the guys that, that the kid's going to be okay. You pray, like I said again, stay in contact with his family. Mm-hmm. Everybody will be watching. Try to get people to come in and talk to the guys because you don't want to see anybody, you know, you, you don't ever see anybody get injured. No, the, you don't want to see anybody like we see bad injuries. We don't want to see anything, you know, defibrillators and, and trying to get somebody, you know, heart started. No, you don't want to see that. No. Yeah, and look, I, I hope I hope T Higgins is doing okay. I hope he's not beating himself up. Is he didn't do anything wrong? No, nah, he, he didn't. He didn't hit. It's 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 the thing that like I should tell uh, Pee Wee baseball coaches and stuff about. We got to figure something out about these bats. They're they're getting whippier and whippier. The balls are coming off faster and faster. They're like, oh, we got this little breastplate for the kids. So if the pitcher, I'm like, man, and I'm like, I don't think that's safe. And one year when we were doing it, a kid unfortunately in Long Island died. Got the fastball came back and hit him in the chest. So it's the same. Whatever that rhythmic thing that they say it is, and it's a perfect time and hit, it's not good. It's not. All right, guys, uh, we'll open up the phones here, 201-939-4513. I'm not really in the mood to do it, so I'll just say, Howard, anything on the game from Sunday, Giants in the playoffs, before we get to the calls? I really, really hope <laughs> I'm wrong, but uh, Daniel may not be a Giant next year. Wow, look at you just dropping bombs. Where are they? Okay, explain. Okay, as I'm looking at the league and, and trying to figure out which, which teams are where in the draft and what's going on, I'm thinking teams are looking at Daniel Jones and going like, you know what? We could – that could be our guy. Like, it could be like a little bidding war for for Daniel. It, it might be – he might be too expensive. Hey, remember, Howard, they always have the franchise tag. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That may have the to... Giants do want if the, if the Giants do not want Daniel Jones to leave, he ain't gonna leave. Remember that. That's franchise tag. I mean, but boy, looking at the Colts yesterday, looking at the Colts, they're like they need a quarterback. Looking at the Jets, they need a quarterback. But the the Saints beat the Eagles. They need they a quarterback. They still need a quarterback. Uh, how, about, but, how about the Raiders and what they did last weekend? Oh, they need a quarterback. <laughs> Imagine Devontae Smith being out there to throw to him. The Washington football, or what are they, commanders Washington. now? They, they, need, they, a need, they need a quarterback. <laughs> oh, Carolina, I mean, like. Falcons. There, there are more teams uh-huh. that need a quarterback and a veteran than there are draft picks. <laughs> How would you decide to start the show and freak out Giant fans? I'm today? just like, I'm Everyone's just saying, so happy making the playoffs. Hey, Let's look, rock and roll. And Howard's I, like, I, hey, I, you might not have your quarterback next year. I what am, do you think hey, about look, that? I am happy because all, all I've listened to guys like, oh, he's not. Well, what, what about Daniel? What about Daniel? I'm like, that kid just showed, he showed the entire season. And it's pretty much his career, but he showed the entire season how good he has been. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, holy smokes. He is like, hey, check me out. Shiny new toy. If everybody's watching. That was awesome. Hey, look, he's got metal. He's got guts. The way he yeah. ran the football in that game was great. He had a couple passes early in the game that could have been intercepted. He bounced back from them and ended up playing pretty well. He fought through it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And ma- he made the plays that he had to make, which is kind of, you know, not a bunch of huge big throws down the field that were these great yeah. small window throws. But, again, he did what they asked of him. He ran the ball really well. And the Giants, with their most dominant win of the Whoa, season, their just... only win this year of more than one score, and now their point differential is back to even, by the way. They finally scored more than 30 points. Yep, yep. Uh, what was it, 40, 
three games, 48 games? It was oh, somewhere I don't know. in that pa- area. Papa, Papa, has Papa has said it a thousand I know. times. Well, it changes every week. That's why I yeah, can't remember he, what the damn number yeah. is. But, yeah, um, but again, it was it was great that the Giants come away with a convincing win. It's been a long time since we got to sit relaxed in the fourth quarter, Howard, and, like, not worry about what's going on. I was excited. You know, it was it was really cool to see, like, you know, the defense playing well, the offense playing well. Not many, you know, not many dings and bangs in the game. Um, you know, Nick Foles probably got the ribs. Uh, I think uh, Leonard Williams with the, with the stinger outside of that. Yeah, I would not expect to see Leonard Williams this week. Yeah, well, it, I really feel bad that, that the Eagles lost last week. Well, let me ask you this question now. <laughs> we have no idea what the Giants and Brian Dable are going to do. How would you handle this week if you were head coach? I would handle it like Coach Coughlin handled uh, playing against the Patriots that year. The, the Patriots were undefeated. So if you're healthy, you're playing. Yeah, and the reason why I'd, I'd handle it that way is because it's football. Play. I know the common thing now is kind of like in the fantasy football era. It's like, you got to rest your guys. What if they get hurt? It's not the way football's played. If if it's me, I'm like, hey guys, let's get it done, and I and I give them a you know I give them a half or whatever. I, it'd be like I keep them in rhythm because the next game they play. So you would play them, but not maybe for the whole game. Just yeah, I mean it's not like if the game's close or something, we got a chance to win. Let's win. If it's like okay, we're blowing somebody out, try to get guys out, try to rotate guys in, try to see what you got with some other guys to make sure they're playing play. But don't like don't go out and like kill yourself. Like make this game plan something. Easy and simple, so we can get things through. Don't put don't put Daniel at risk. Don't well, put don't put Saquon at risk. See, don't you, put, you talked about Daniel. The Eagles have had at least six sacks in five straight games. Yeah, but it's but it's a little bit of a different game. Like it's going to be a different game. Right. I don't know who's going to be playing for the Eagles. It and it all depends on like again. Uh, they're they they. I think it's San Francisco, Minnesota lost. That helped. That made things a little bit easier. I don't know when the San Francisco game is. Same time as ours. So, so the Eagles, the the three teams battling for the one seed, right? The Niners, the Eagles, the Cowboys. They all play at the same time. That's why the league did that on purpose. Four twenty-five. Yeah. Try to try to make sure everybody's everyone's playing. Everybody's engaged. Yeah. Yep. So I, I don't know. It, it's a it's a tough moment. I mean, again, but if it's me, I play my guys. I got to try to get them ready. Try to keep them like every game's important. Never, I never step off the the pedestal I've been standing on the whole time. The soapbox, if you want to, every game's important. Every game's important. Every game's important. Every game's important, and I keep it that way. And if you don't do it that way, you you step off. You, you send a mixed message just late in the season. It's just not what you're supposed to do. You try to keep the guy's mind straight, straight, straight. It's hard to break rhythm and break you know what you're doing. Hey, look to me, and you can complain and yell and say schmelk this is a cop-out answer but i'm gonna give it anyway i have a i have faith and belief that brian dable has the pulse of this team right yeah, he, he knows, knows he knows what this team needs yeah and he is no one's in a better position to make this decision than he is um again i'd be surprised if he played the guys that are you know aziz ojali only played seven snaps on an ankle yeah. last week. you you asked me what i would do oh, I know. I know that. <laughs> And I'm talking about what I think they're going to do. Uh, I don't know. I would imagine the guys that are banged up, like Ojolari, who only played seven snaps. Yeah, no, no right him. Yeah. Leonard Williams, who's been coming in and out of all these games with the neck. Yep. To give him the week off. Yep. Dory Jackson's interesting. Because he was uh, almost ready to play last week. Do you give him a few snaps to just get back in the game shape for the playoffs? Yeah. That I, would, I would think they would do that. They're, they're probably going to do that. Just to let him get out there and get turned and like playing against his old buddy if his buddy plays. Right? 
Oh, uh, AJ Brown. Yeah. They both, both with the Titans, right? Yeah. yeah. So if he plays against his old buddy, they go out there, get a little friendly competition. Um, you know, he, they talked about he wanted how bad he wanted to play against him. How about Dexter? He's played so many snaps this year. I I check with I check with like again. I would talk to the player too, right, and see what the player. I, I'm like, listen, you know, what do you? If I'm a player, I want to play. I mean, he's already made the Pro Bowl. He's going into the playoffs. He's relative. Like I said, I don't believe you can play the game without playing the game. I, I don't, and I and I don't mean it in a sense of because I know fans go crazy. You got to protect these guys. I'm like, the only person I'd be worried about, like I said, play the game, see how it's going, try to get everybody in rhythm, get everybody's energy up to want to play. As they're playing and going through the game, they play. Like, if you're playing at full speed, usually nothing really happens to you. And I, and I know in light of last night, you can't really say that, but, like, the fundamental things like the knees, the shoulders, the ankles, and all that stuff that you usually get, you don't really get it because you're going at full speed. If you're playing in a sense of, like, oh, i got to protect myself for the playoffs, you always ding, twist, hurt, twitch something, pull something. So play. How about Evan Neal? A guy that we've seen kind of hobble a little bit. He's had a few rough weeks. Is that a guy you maybe give a week off to? No, I for his knee. Yeah, I need him full strength on. Uh, well, not he won't be full strength, but closer, a little better, <laughs> better. He, he could be a little bit better if he gets one one more week of rest. I I don't know. I mean, I I I try to talk to him, talk him off the. Uh, I'm gonna play. I'm ready to go, coach. Moment and so like, can I get you to give me one week of rest because he needs it. But then. When you take him out of the game, it's you know as and you put Daniel risk because he's yeah, already tackled see, right see, now. Yeah. So I'm it's one you. of those things. So like you know, like you got to try to figure it out. But it, it, everybody's banged up at this point in the year, except for the guys who are coming off of injuries. <laughs> that's no. you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the, the joke. It's like oh, you can't play these guys in preseason games; they'll get injured. They get injured in the preseason game. They miss six weeks. All of a sudden, they're back in the back in the thing. And in the end of the year, they're playing better and they're healthier than the guys that were they're playing all year long. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just, just don't weird. think there's one singular answer that applies yeah. the same to all players and all teams in this spot. And, and I'm, I'm yeah. going to trust Brian Dable to make the decision. Absolutely, he, he he's made a lot of good ones already, <laughs> and he seems to have a really good feel for these players yeah. and the team. I'm sure he's going to talk to the players about it too because that's what he does. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, folks, go subscribe to the Giants Huddle podcast. We've had some really good interviews. If you didn't listen to it yet, go back to last Friday's episode. We have a long interview with Saquon Barkley, 20 minutes worth. Uh, He's into it. He gives some really good answers, philosophical. He gets gets really deep into some of his uh, running stuff this year. And I know that it was, you know, that's on the 
game preview podcast, but we really do like one minute on the game, and the other 19 is about Saquon and, and the year. So go listen to that if you haven't. Uh, we have midweek episode with the National Annas. We're going to have Sal Palantonio from ESPN. Sal He's a great dude. Oh, Sal, Sal Pal is a great dude. So we're going to go around the league with him and do – and he's a big Eagles guy too. So we'll do yeah, some Eagles you, you preview with him. He's a Philadelphia I know, through and through guy. So we'll do some Eagles with him. We'll also go around the league, talk about the Giants in general. That'll be our midweek episode. That'll probably go up on Thursday. We have our Papa's Perspectives that are going out. Um, talking about previous games um, against the opponent each week. This week we have Amani Toomer talking about um, a big game against the Eagles. Oh, I'm trying to remember what game it was, Pearson. Do you remember off the top of your head which game it was? Which big game? I believe it was week one, and it was overtime when they came back by 17 points. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. I think that was after you retired, Howard. Probably. He had a few big ones against the Eagles, if I yes, remember correctly. absolutely. Um, so that's... Just, I'm not sure if it's up yet. If not, it will be shortly on the Giants Huddle podcast. Um, so make sure you go check that. Then we'll have our Friday episode this week, uh, getting ready for the game. And a couple player interviews. We might do two player interviews in this week's Huddle, maybe. Look, look at you. Asking for Landon Collins and Isaiah Hodgins this week. We'll see if that works out. Landon Collins. <laughs> sure. It's a good jingle. That's my man. Roll Tide. He's, for those of you not watching on uh, your Giants app or YouTube channel right now. Howard is wearing his Crimson Tide hat. So. Yeah, and we made a statement this weekend that we should have been in the Final Four, but I don't want to say anything. Roll Tide. Hey, Howard, wins and losses, man. You lost two games. No one to blame uh, but yourself, dude. All I can say is lost they, two games. They would have. They looked like they would have won the whole thing. Oh, I think it's very possible they could have won the whole thing. <laughs> possible but nothing. Still, still lost two games. Yep, one point here, one point there. I know. That's a, and, but don't worry. You'll see Price Young go first oh, in the draft. Oh, Everything will be okay. Oh, by the way, before we go into anything, can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Kirk Cousins? Nah, he, he was bad last week. <laughs> I love how that's, that's the question. He, he was bad last week. Okay. We're good now. We can go ahead. Let's see how he does this week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Andrew in Idaho. <laughs> I, did this, I did the same to him last week, so it's fair game. Andrew, what's going on, man? Uh, good afternoon, everyone, from uh, 6,000 feet. I uh, just want to say congratulations to you guys and the Giants organization for the, making the playoffs. Thanks. We had nothing to do um, with it, but thanks. And thanks for being a good fan. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to make a comment that Coach Dayball still was holding his players accountable on the slate and fumble, even though they had a comfortable lead in the third quarter. And I just think that's a testament to his leadership in the organization. And uh, I hope. I'm trusting this week is going to keep he's going to keep people focused uh, on the next game ahead, not anything beyond it. And uh, I didn't know if Howard, if you had any other comments on that interaction after it happened on the sideline. Thank you guys, love you guys. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah. Good stuff, Andrew. Thanks no, for listening he, and calling. He did a long, long talk with him on the sideline, trying to get him focused. Like you know, can't really go over anything they say on the sideline, but he's just basically like recoaching him over and over again about how you know every every play, every snap is important. That's pretty much the message, uh, and this is me putting words in Coach Dable's mouth. But like that's that's the message. You're you're up by, you know you you've seen coaches like Belichick, you've seen coaches like Saban do it. Uh, games well in hand, everything's going okay. A player makes a mistake, and they go over and they get right at them. Like, hey, listen, what are you doing? Like, we want you to play. We need you to play. And they, and even in these moments of the game, you have to be playing. Like, it's all about the missions. All about. You know, what do they call it? I forget what they call it all the time. It's not at the mission. It's 
you know, stay stay the part, stay the course. You stay know, the course. Yeah, stay, stay the course. Important. You know, this it, it, it's the program. Journey, we're, looking for journey. No, maybe? it's the it, it's the program. It's the way they keep saying. Right. We're stay within the program. They're they're doing something constantly. Uh, and I I'm embarrassed. I can't remember what it what it is. But they they say it all the time. With Coach Belichick, it's you know do your job. Do your job yeah. You know do your job. Uh, Coach Saban has his own expression. Be um, a pro is it, one they use here. Yeah, Be a pro. You, you just do, and they, they're saying it over and over and over again. And it just basically says, do you know you're you're responsible for your job at all times, and it's not you know it's no we're blowing guys out. Uh, you're still responsible for your job. See, the difference is is that you know, and again, mentalities of different players. When I played, if you had a game like that, you're like, oh my god, please don't take me out yet. Please don't take me out yet. I can make some more plays. I can make some more plays. That's how I thought about it. I always thought that there was more opportunities to make more plays, more chances. If you you know if they leave you in the game, not that oh, I'm still in the game. I've heard players say, "Oh man, it's a blowout. They should be taking me out now. I should be getting some rest." I'm like, "Get some rest, man. Don't take me out. Like, I can throw me a ball." <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I always looked at it as. All right, let's go back to the phones and say what's up to Wilson and Roxbury. Wilson, what's going on? Hey guys, how you doing? What's very up? Good, yeah, very good. I have, I have I have three questions, and if I may. Uh, one on Brian Dable, one on the Giants uh, opponents, and, and then one on the tragic last night. On Brian Dable, he already has one mulligan. Playing, playing, having a Dory Jackson field punt was asinine. That was, I mean, you can't, that was almost, almost a fireball offense. Oh, my God, so, stop. Well, <laughs> listen, all right, all right, but listen, if I'm John Mara, I'm telling him, you're not playing anybody. I don't. I don't know what you guys think, but he cannot yeah, play. You, you, that's not. That's not how you play football. And that's so, not how this organization how works and, either. By and, the way, and, and for you, and for Howard. just listen, don't 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 scream Howard at me. Just listen. If you play the game, if you understand football, if you're not a fantasy player, and if you're not a fan, you know that guys have to play. If you stop them from playing this week, and then expect them to be in the same rhythm next week, and they get blown out in the first round of the playoffs. Just annihilate it, but everybody's I'll healthy. You'll take that I'll chance. Take that, chance that is I'll take not. Chance then you, 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 you would not. Then you would not be a coach for long. That's not no, how. Listen, that's not how coaches do it. How you you rest. You what? rest injured players. You don't rest players that are healthy. Everybody's okay. getting paid to make. You're getting paid to play. I understand that, Howard. But listen, listen. What, I I can say the same thing. What about if Daniel Jones gets gets a concussion? Because he's playing against a meaningless game. What are what are we gonna say? So it, you can't win. So why take there, that There are no games. Game? There are no games meaningless in the NFL. All right, listen. And 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 the opponents of uh, Giants opponents, either San Francisco or Minnesota. Minnesota, you, you you see what Minnesota is. They crumble like a cookie all the time. And uh, and on San Francisco, I count I counted Three, six interceptions. Four times this six year. Six interceptions. Okay. Six interceptions that Brock Birdie could have could have thrown. Could and have. Like, and that luck, that luck is going to turn around. And and on, on the tragedy yesterday. Listen, so so well so well so is, is is your point? No matter who the Giants play in the first round, it's an easy game. Is that what you're saying? No no no, it's not an easy game. It's not an easy game. I'm well, I mean, if if, if, if if Purdy's throwing six picks and the Vikings crumble every week, it sounds pretty easy to me. <laughs> 
No, well, he, okay, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying that nobody gives us a chance, and we have a chance. That's what I'm saying. Uh, oh no, we got. Well, we got Bullson, we got, everyone's oh, going to give the Giants a chance against the Vikings. It was a tie game, and a guy made a 61-yard field goal. For God's sakes! Yeah, I, 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 I guarantee you, we'll be six points underdogs because that's the way everybody. Wilson, what was the spread when the Giants played Minnesota in Minnesota just two weeks ago? Was it six points? Help it me five out. And a half. Five and a half. Yeah, so it wasn't six, yeah. right? No, it was left. It was five. Yeah. Five and so a half. And, and after the Vikings just got blown up by the Packers and the Giants played into a virtual tie two weeks ago, do you think the spread's going to be higher or lower? What do you think? Well, the, the way that the, the, everybody disrespects the Giants, it'll probably be higher. <laughs> Wilson, because, and I'll, I'm going to say this to you this, and all the fans: this, this. don't worry about people disrespecting you. Oh, I, it doesn't I, I, matter. I, 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 just play the game. But it does bother you as a fan. I've been a Giants fan for 40 oh, years. Okay. It does bother me. I understand. It does. But listen, and, uh, and, and last night, listen, it's a tragedy, and you cannot deny that there's a tragedy. I do have a problem with something. Oh, here comes a this is more. This is more. This is more towards you, Howard. Uh, I, 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 I'm listening to a lot of the ex-players that work in, uh, in, in ESPN and Fox and all this, and they say, well, listen, we put our life on the line every day and this and that, and they make it sound like, like they're victims. And listen, nobody makes you sign a contract, and you, you, you know, you, you sign the contract because of the money that comes with it and the fame that comes with it. When there's a tragedy, and obviously last night was a tragedy, you can't, like, turn around 360 degrees, and now every, you're a victim of the sport. Like, somebody makes you. I mean, that's not right. That's not right, Howard. All right. So, we're Mr. Thank w- you, Wilson. Appreciate Thank you, Wilson. So, for Wilson... I don't think Wilson has a comprehension of like seeing somebody like a family member almost die. So for him to make a comment or something, he just just he's just unaware of like what it looks like. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, you know. It's it doesn't matter. It like I'm not gonna justify it with anything. He just he's he made it sound like guys are saying that we're we're putting their lives on the line. Game's a dangerous game. You play it fast. I get it. Uh, no one really thinks they're out there and going to die. And and I think one announcer even said, when I was 24 years old, I didn't even know I could die. And look, I don't think Ryan Clark and Booger McFarlane were making themselves out to be victims last night. I no. think they were just stating that the game is a dangerous game, and when something like that happens, that transcends the fact that it, you're playing a game. It's you know, more important than It's that. more of that they were, like, terrified. Well, of course. And asked and and. I kept saying this over and over when I was watching it. I feel bad for them. I felt bad for the announcers. There wasn't much to say in that situation. Yeah, but you're forced to. You're forced no, to I stay know. on the air. And I'm like, what in the world are they doing? Yeah, you cut, can tell like, S- S- Susie like, Colbert and Adam Schefter were looked yeah, kind of shell shocked in that like situation. Cut, like go, like go to the news, go to Sports Center, find something on. Like go, go to the challenge. I don't know. Watch a TV show. Do do reality TV. Like you can't just have people sitting there and having to say the same thing over and over and over again. I'm like, I, I, I had the same reaction. I'm like, holy smokes. Like, is this like, what are they, like, okay, it came down quick. We saw what happened. It's sad. Okay, guys, we're cutting away from the game. You just got people up there talking, reliving it over and over again, trying to say words that don't exist. Without new information. Yeah, it just, it, it just does yeah. nothing exist. Like, we're praying for the family. I would have walked off set. Probably got fired. I would have walked off set. Just like, that's hey, that's a wrap. I'm not here for that. That's not part of it. 
201-939-4513. Steve in Staten Island's up next. Hey, Steve. Hey, how are you, John? How are you, Howard? Happy New Year. What's Happy up, Happy New Year. Uh, that's a tough call to follow up behind Wilson, I'll tell you that, man. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Low bar, Steve. You're good. Well, I'm going to do what I can here. If I can, uh, just a, a, a oh, comment and a question about the Giants. Um, my comment on uh, what happened with Demar Hamlin last night. I just, you know, I, I, I have to say it. It, it <clears throat> even though I'm not a Bills fan, it definitely hit me. It struck a chord, you know. And I'm on Twitter and and I'm watching, you know, people from, you know, sports from all over this country. I mean, you got the Montreal Canadiens, you know, you got the Boston Celtics, you got the Mariners, the Kraken, the Phillies, every major. Sporting outlet, including soccer, were sending uh, prayers and well wishes and thoughts. And, and you know, you're not human if, if you don't feel, you know, if you don't have that sense of compassion for that young man. And and I, I posted on Twitter and, and, and I did say, you know, tonight the sports world came together in prayer. And because the sports world believe in the power of prayer, that young man is still on this earth. The next day, he's still with us. So my thoughts and prayers for him and his <clears throat> and his family. And I just wanted to say that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well you know, great, great job by uh, by the announcers yesterday keeping it together. And I respect how they felt. I didn't judge it because, you know what, I would not have known what to do in that situation. I wouldn't. I, I mean, uh, you know, I know it's apples meeting oranges. I, I watched my mother die in front of me. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you, I couldn't handle it. So I have to say... What they did was just, to me, above and beyond. And, and, you know, good job by them. And all we could do is hope for the best for Mr. Hamlin and believe that he'll be back better than ever. What do you have on the, um, uh, on the Giants, Steve? Yes, good yes, call. absolutely. Um, my question to you guys is, uh, um, you know, here we go. I, I want to see them play their starters. I do. It's kind of like 07. Go out there. And if you beat the Eagles, you beat the Eagles. Great. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, when the trade deadline came and went, you guys would probably know, I get it, the Giants didn't do nothing because the other teams were really um, asking. Their asking price was way too high. Do you think, looking back on it now, guys, they, they're saying, gee, you know what, maybe we should have pulled the trigger on somebody, or this is it, trial by fire. We're going into combat with these this group of guys right here, and, and where it goes is where it goes. I want to hang up because I want to hear your answer. I love you guys. Howard, thank you for your years as a Giant. John, you're the best. Stay well, my friends. Happy New Year. Thank you very Appreciate much. Appreciate the call. I don't think there was anybody out there. Like, like, I mean, look, did you want to trade a first-round pick for Jerry Judy? That's no. what it was going to cost you. I mean, so everybody was looking for receivers, right? So I guess that's what the only position they were looking for. They weren't looking at, you know, I guess even maybe they thought they were worried about the inside backer position. They weren't sure about that. And then, Hey, look, to me, the bottom line, Howard, they were still not one player away from winning a Super Bowl. No. They, again, I, I keep telling when, when my other buddies ask me about this, and they're like, oh, what do you think we should have done? And I'm like, I said, listen, you can ransom your future in hopes to get a big playoff run because there was no Super Bowl run in them, I don't think. You know, we might be sitting here now lying to them, and they might go on a Super Bowl run right now. But there was no Super Bowl run in them in theory when they, when they made it, when they, when they were where they were. And they were basing this on like, okay, I need room next year to operate. I got to sign guys, right? So you can't like draft guys for you know, as we would call them, uh, hired guns. You can't have hired guns show up uh, for a year or two, like kind of like um, Von Miller did, and, and when he showed up in 
and for the Rams, huh? I'm here. Okay, we won the Super Bowl. See you guys later. We're gone. Like, and you don't know if he's and then he's wherever he is now. He's in Buffalo. He doesn't make it through the next season. So he just the game's like ankles, knees, shoulders, everything gonna get hurt. And I think oh hips. I forgot about hips. <laughs> next. And I'll just say this too. You know, the ultimate goal that Joe Shane and Brian Dable have is not to make the playoffs. Mm-mm. The ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl. And I think they bel- they believed by not making a move mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. to increase, pardon me, your chance of either making the playoffs or maybe winning a round, whatever, mm-hmm. that might inhibit their chances of winning the Super Bowl a couple years down the road, right? Mm-hmm. So you're always going to try to keep that larger goal in mind. I would go as far as to say, and I and I don't never talk to Joe or, or Brian about this, but I'd go as far as to say it's more like a Kirby Smart or or a Nick Saban or even Belichick. It's not to win the Super Bowl. It's to build build your franchise where they're competitive year in, year out, where you have more opportunities. Like a more how, opportunities to win the Super the Bowl. The Baltimore's, the Steelers, now Kansas no, City. I agree with you on that. You you don't want it to be like Well the Packers oh, with Aaron Rodgers yeah, go down the list. We're, we're, yeah. we're here, we're ready to win. And then there's nothing left, and you're like, okay, well, hopefully we can get back there again one day. You're trying to build the Eagles. You're trying to build up your roster, your team, so when the Giants are playing, like, okay, they're a problem every year. They have a chance to win it every year. You know they're going to be in the playoffs every year. You know they're going deep every year. I think that's the goal. I don't think it's a goal to win the Super Bowl. I think it's like to win multiple Super Bowls and to put yourself in position to. And the way to do that is to build your team through the drafts. You have a lot of guys on rookie contracts. When you do have a free agent signing, it's a guy that's going to be here for three or four years. And when he's here, he's super productive. And then when his, when his contract's up, you're not really worried about having to sign up again because you've already drafted a guy that could be his replacement. That's kind of how, in theory, how, how I think it would look. They're trying to build it where it's like, okay, like you've heard if you listen to like Saban, if you listen to Kirby Smart and some of these guys, like we're not here to win a national championship. We're here to build a program. No, and, I'm 100%. And, that, and that's what totally that's kind of what I kind of feel like these guys are trying to do. I agree with everything you just said, Howard. Yep. On board. Abdul in Minneapolis, he's up next. Hey, Abdul. Hey, guys, what's up? What's going um, on? So I'm already looking forward to uh, – I hope I hope the Niners uh, win this weekend because I'm I'm looking forward to uh, a round two here in Minnesota because uh, round one uh, did, didn't end the way I wanted it to. <laughs> no, uh, wait, 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 that, so wait, wait. So you mean you mean you mean you hope the Forty ers win this weekend, not the Cardinals? No, he says us. Oh, right, us. That's what okay, I said. I yeah, you. I want yeah. the Niners to beat the Cardinals. Yes, yes. Oh, I got you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So exactly. Mm-hmm. They should. So they should beat the Cardinals. Said, uh, yeah. Uh, Hopefully, <laughs> so all all year, Dable has been talking about being aggressive and playing winning football. And you know, when when they went to two in Tennessee, he said, you know, I, I couldn't have not gone to that because all camp I've been telling my my my, my players I'm gonna be aggressive all year. Mm-hmm. And I think him not playing the starters goes against that. Like his message all year is about going to win every time and being aggressive and resting his starters. This goes against everything he's been trying to do all year. Yep. It just goes against the grain, you know. Um, and so I, that's why I think he'll play his starters, you know, um, and at least while the game is competitive. You know, think, you know, if, you know, third quarter, whatever, maybe pull some players 
if you, either way you're winning or losing, but you know at least play them and try to win the game. Yeah. It, it just goes against everything he's been trying to do by resting um, unhealthy players. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's why I think it, def- and I, and it I definitely goes against the, the message know? so far. Exactly. So uh, it, it seems kind of hypocritical if he suddenly decides not to do that. And uh, and and I, one thing I've seen him is that he's not been hypocritical. He, he's he's been true to his word so far. So uh, so it wouldn't surprise me. You know, I, and I, as you guys said, I think certain players will rest who have been dinged up because they're dinged up. They, they need the rest. But everyone who's healthy, I think, should play and will play. Um, I, I I was lucky enough, lucky enough to be down in Jamaica. Um, during the 2007 game, I remember sitting there, while being so proud of how, how the Giants played the uh, New England Patriots that day, and it just gave everyone a feeling that we could do we could do something. And if we go out there and beat a the Eagles in a meaningful game, you know what that would do to the psyche of the players. You know, I think it's important to. Go in hot and go in, you know, go in feeling good about it. And, Abdul, I'll say this, too, especially so, considering you know, what the I, Eagles did to the Giants just a few weeks ago, frankly, yeah. embarrassed them and whipped them up and down the field. And I think you do want to put a better yeah. performance and, out there. I was there. laughing at them on the sideline. That's what I'm like. They're probably exactly, going to play. Yeah. Exactly. So, that, but those are my thoughts. You know, of course, you, you always, you know, you know, because of last night especially, you're worried about injuries, but it's, 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 that's the game. That's what they signed up to play, you know, and that, 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 that's, that's the, the, the nature of football. So you can't be – you've got to be aware of it. You can't be fearful of it. You know what I mean? Um, so that's my two cents. Hopefully I'll see you guys in two weeks. All right, guys? Take care. Sounds right. good. Sounds good. Appreciate it, Abdul. Good to talk to you, man. Yeah, if they play, if they play the Eagles this weekend and do very well against them, even beat them, that's a huge boost going into the playoffs. That's that's what you want. You want to play against teams that are supposed to be the good teams and like have a, a great showing. If they go out there and like really hand like get back at the Eagles, because that's kind of what I'd be looking for is a little get back after that after that performance. Shellacking. Yeah, I mean, they got they yeah. got shellacked. I'd like a little get back if I could. If I could get some, I'd be like, okay, like, oh yeah, we're going into the playoffs. Like, yeah. Before we go, we need to say a few words to you on the way out the door. So that that would be a little fun. Hey, Giant fans, don't miss out on football at MetLife Stadium and concerts and everything else. Go check it out. Go to Giants.com slash tickets. If you want to secure your seat for next year and season tickets, you can do that too. Go check it out. And don't forget the Giants' official connected TV streaming app. Giants TV brings original video content and game highlights on demand and direct to big blue fans. Giants TV is free on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV and the Giants mobile app. Let's go to Garrison down in Mississippi. He's up next. Hey, Garrison. Hey, Garrison. What's up, Johnson? What's up, Howard? How y'all doing today? What's very up, man? good, very good. Good. Hey, uh, I was going to ask, since we made the playoffs, uh, Jonathan, when were y'all uploading the marinara? Oh, it's up, dude. You need to go to my Twitter feed. That got posted yesterday. So what? Oh, Howard. Uh, oh, you don't know about this, Howard, because you are there, and you are loving every minute of it. I should have said the, this at the start the, of the show, but it was the, a very subdued start of the show. The marinara? Ah. Paul DeTino's attempted salsa. Oh, which, Lord. which he called the Baradara. That so is hilarious. I, yes, I, I put saw that, that up yesterday. That and, was hilarious. And I, I was there for that. Yes. That's... And I have I, actually, Rob Browning, our editor here, put a different version of it up. Uh, Look at you in the back. Look how happy you are, Howard. You and Casillas <laughs> are so happy. You can barely see little lands between you guys, a little head popping <laughs> up between you guys. 
Oh, Last it's up there, Garrison. You can see the Tito and the tweet. It says, this is supposed to, time to celebrate with Giants WFAN. The Giants are in the playoffs. It's supposed to be the salsa. He calls it hashtag the marinara. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's, it's I'm there. I'll watch that when I'm done driving. Yes, <laughs> yes. Don't, don't, please. Don't. Yeah, yeah. You, you will, you will swerve and kill somebody if you watch oh, that while you're goodness. driving. Pull over first, please. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I know, I know everyone wants to talk about the biggest oh play God. with the defense. I'm up to 233 likes play. on that. <laughs> um? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Garrison. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's no problem. Um, so I know everyone thinks that uh, the Atlanta calls was a big play, but I think the biggest play was after the Darius Slayton fumble that the defense made a stop and they missed the field goal in the uh, first possession on the defense on the second half. I think that yeah. definitely helped us clinch the game. I think that was the biggest play. Yeah, I think, defense went lights out. I loved it. I, I, I um, I'll let you get to the other well. calls. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But, uh, Howard, I, I wanted a comment from you. Uh, I take it off air. Oh. Uh, I want to. Are you going to be able to help like Daniel Bellinger or like the other tight ends and teach them how to block, like going into the playoffs? Because I know it's a different ball game, and uh, you were a great tight end for us. And I just wanted to know if you could give them any tips going into the playoffs. And I appreciate what y'all do. Y'all have a great day. Thank you, Garrison. You as well. Thank you very much. I think they do a pretty good job blocking. Out. Bellinger is actually Be- for a rookie. Pretty, He's fantastic. Pretty pretty stout in there. I mean, you got you got big body guys. It's not like uh, Bellinger's two sixty. Yeah, it's not like guys that are like in the two thirty five range running the four three forty era. But it's like they're they get down the field pretty good. They run decent routes. Uh, when they're asked to block, they. They do a pretty decent job. Every once in a while, they'll catch a big, a big guy like on a nine technique bearing down on it. It's hard to get their hips around to get in front of him. But most of the time, like nine percent of the time, they're doing good blocks, inside blocks, outside blocks. They're they're, I'm impressed. Even pulling sometimes and getting blocks yeah. on the edge. So Garrison had a nice trap block yeah. on um, Grover Stewart in that game yesterday. Yeah, that, sprung sprung that 19 yard Barkley run. Yeah, so if the guys are, especially if his linebackers are smaller, those guys are in trouble when those guys come out there because they get mauled by the by the tight ends. Uh, just FYI, he mentioned that first drive of the third quarter after the Slayton fumble, they got the stop. I agree, that was a big stop. Yeah. I think too the last drive, Howard, of the first half, it was after the pick. It was 21 to three at that point. And they had the ball almost in midfield, and that's when Thibodeau had the unblocked pressure, got the sack, and the mm-hmm. Colts had the punt. Yeah. And that kind of set and that set up a Giants field goal, and they went up 21 points at the half. So I thought that was a big, big yeah, series I mean, as they, well. Like, I don't understand why teams like figured they could leave Thibodeau unblocked. Well, I don't think it's on purpose. <laughs> I think it's like, Wink. Okay, who I th- I think has it's, that dude? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's Wink. You know, I think that's a part of the wing scheme, right? He shows blitz on one side, they shift the line, then he comes on the other side. But they actually had two unblocked guys on that side. Yeah. You had Thibodeau and Nick McLeod, the corner. Neither guy was blocked. Yeah, but and I'm, I'm probably not what you want. Not not a big dude. Don't yeah, don't no, don't unblock the big dude. Running fast. Can't stop. Straight line. <laughs> What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that. See that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Not good. Uh-uh. Not good at all. 201-939-4513. Good call, Garrison. Marty and Manahawkins up next. Marty. Manahawkins. Hey, John. How, how, hey, how, how are you? What's up? Very good. Pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, that brought back bad, bad memories last night. I remember watching the game with the Lions when uh, Chuck Hughes uh, – Actually died right on the field uh, back in 1971. Wow, that was uh, something I'll never forget. And uh, that was the only time I ever really saw uh, Dick Buckus really get animated about something as he was motioning over to the sidelines, like to tell the people to get hurry up, get over here. You know, there's, there's something wrong. And uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, when when he went, uh, Chuck Hughes, he he was dead before we hit the ground. They said it was one of those coronary thrombosis. So uh, that that's supposedly you know the worst one you can have, mm. and uh, that that really brought back some memories from from back then. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, hope everything goes well uh, with the Giants. Uh, I hope they, uh, you know, hope they do take it to Philly, but. Uh, you know, it depends on uh, really who who each team I think wants to play coming down the road, and I think Arizona should be should be. I mean, uh, Bar- uh, Arizona should get beat because yes. they, yeah, they should get beat because the uh, you know the uh, I don't think the Forty Nine ers want to play the Giants right now. The Giants are dangerous now. So, uh, well, I mean, we'll it, Marty, put the Giants aside. The Niners can get the one seed. I mean, they still can get a yeah. bye. I mean, they, they possibly hell. could. Yeah. If, if the Giants beat the Eagles, like everybody's like, oh, the Eagles. Thanks for the call, play. Marty. If, if the Giants beat the Eagles, I think San Francisco gets the one seed. If San Francisco wins, they do. San yeah. Francisco wins the tiebreaker with Dallas. Yeah. That, for the one spot because they have one more win in conference than Dallas does. Yeah. That, in that case, why, they'd be one. Get the bye. Dallas would be two, mm-hmm. assuming Dallas beats Washington. Mm-hmm. With the way Carson Wentz played last week, probably. Um, <laughs> uh, then the Vikings would be the three seed. They would get the Giants, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Tampa would end up playing Philly in the first round. Is there any way for Minnesota not to be the three? Yes. They would have to win, and San Francisco would have to lose. Then Minnesota's the two. And Minnesota's playing Detroit. No? They have... No, Green Bay plays Detroit. Green Bay plays Detroit. Minnesota has Chicago. Well, Minnesota should win that game. Even though it's outside. Maybe is not. it in Chicago? or I'm not I, sure if I it's, think it's in Chicago. It yeah, it's, it's definitely in Chicago. Just All like right. the Minnesota game was in Green Bay. Their last two games were in Green Bay and Chicago. All right, we got a couple more calls here, folks. I got to get out a couple minutes early. I have a meeting I got to run to upstairs, so let's try to squeeze in a few more here. Let's upstairs go to... Upstairs meeting, big man. Yeah. Very important. Trust me, I wish I was down here. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Jason in Virginia. He's up next. Hey, Jason. Hey, how are you guys? Happy New Year. What's up? 
Um, first off, did Dexter Lawrence get credit for uh, two sacks when he sacked both Nelson and the quarterback? <laughs> he should have. I'll tell you what, too, on the film, he is still planting Nelson in the ground with his wow. left hand as he's pulling yeah. Ellinger down with his right. Poor quarterback. Red Bank Catholic cried that night. Man. I tweeted out my, uh, my my film review of the game earlier today. It's on Giants.com. That's one of the plays of, of the all 22 if I have up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Didn't look, Ooh, good boy. For, didn't look good for Quentin. Perennial Pro Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it, was, it was awesome to see. And back in the day, I was calling. I was hot for us drafted Nelson instead of Saquon Barkley. So shows what I know. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Quentin Nelson's Easy. still a hell of a player. He's not having Quint- the best year, but yeah, he's still a really good player. He's been a Pro Bowler absolutely. every year, even this year. In a bad year, he's a Pro Bowler, so that's pretty, pretty phenomenal. Been healthy too. So we all know when teams turn it around, um, their coordinators become head coaching candidates um, mm-hmm. at an elevated rate or escalate rate. So my question for you guys is: Who do you think is the more attractive head coaching candidate, Martindale or Kafka? And what's the likelihood we bring both of those guys back or both of those guys actually win? Wow. I think both are back. Uh, and I think Martindale, even though I think the defense, you know, if you look at the you know, the, the non-points allowed numbers, they're not the best this year. He's been doing it for so long, and he's been interviewed for head coaching jobs before. This is Kafka's first year as a full-out coordinator. So uh, I would say pri- – and the Giants' offense isn't exactly, you know, scoring a, you know, a bajillion points here. Again, personnel. And again, that's not his fault. But usually, you don't go after coordinators for teams that don't score a yeah. lot of points. Not saying Kafka's not doing a great job. He is. That's just the way the yeah. The if it, if works. we were scoring thirty points a game or thirty-five points a game, he would be you know probably have a, job, a lot more offers. Absolutely. So I would say probably Wink would be the guy that would be more attractive. But I don't think after one year either guy will get poached. That's yeah, my guess. I, I that is absolutely don't, great news. Yeah, I don't have an answer for it, but it should be interesting. <laughs> And can I ask just one quick question to Howard, too? Yeah. Um, I, I, anytime a serious injury like that or, or something like that happens, like what happened last night, um, you know, there, I, I, as I remember, this is the only game I think that's ever been postponed or something like this. But if there was a serious injury, how do you as a player flip the switch to say, okay, now i go, I got to go back and, you know, play football when it's a teammate or maybe somebody you went to college with or somebody who's the person who is seriously hurt? How do you mentally push through something like that? And I'll take it off the air. Thank you. Um, you don't really mentally push through anything. Like, uh, you really want people to be healthy. Uh, there have been cases where guys have almost lost their legs on the field, uh, guys being strapped down on the board uh, with their necks, you know, with their neck injuries. Dennis Byrne, Mike yeah. Utley. And you're, and you're hoping and you're looking for a guy to have some movement. Ryan Chazier, more recently. Yeah. Put, put your, give him a thumbs up or something on the way out. That's that's what you want. Um, I think guys, seeing guys, you know, Unfortunately, paralyzed on, on leaving the field and still being a, and still being asked to play, I, I think it's just I think that the world is different now than it was back then. I think back then it was like, all right, guys, come over here. It's, he's going to be okay. Let's get this together. We, we still got to go out and play. Let's go play for so and so. Win one for the Gipper kind of moment. Now it's more of like we're all we 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 understand that people have. They need a second to catch their breath. We understand more now that people need counseling. You need to talk to people. We understand now that it's not just it's not just the game; it's people's lives. Uh, and and I think they understood that back then. But they it it's more, you know, more in the front forefront. That, it wasn't more. It wasn't as acceptable in the culture of the. Sport. Yeah, it, it's more in the forefront now. We have to we we have to acknowledge more more so than than not now. And I think that's. That's it, and you could never even even back then you couldn't like 
put things out of your mind. Like I used to hear all the time, like this is our safe haven. This is a place where we can go. My father died. I want to come here and play so I can be safe. No. I mean, I know some guys have great games under those circumstances, but no. That's just, it's not a safe haven. If you're hurting, you're hurting. And you just, you're going through it. You're trying to focus on it, but you're just going through it. All right, let's go to Brian in Alabama. He's up next. Howard's home state. What's Roll Tide. Yeah, Roll Tide. There it is. <laughs> hey, just a couple of uh, comments to get your thoughts on. One, uh, you know, I think the the Giants can compete with just about anybody. So I, I know their roster, you know, you're saying, hey, not the Super Bowl this year. And I'm not trying to say they're winning the Super Bowl this year. But, you know, they they fight and I think the uh, getting back a Dory and getting back uh, Xavier, you know, the two games that they kind of really got exposed was uh, the Eagles and the Cowboys second time around. They didn't have those guys. So then you got, you know, a backup corner trying to be a number one corner. Yeah, but Brian, in fairness, domino no, Brian, I, I, by the way, I agree with you. The Eagles also ran for like 250 yards in that game, and those guys probably wouldn't have helped that. Uh, they may have, would have. I mean, they, they would have helped in the run game because you might have dropped guys in the box. You could drop more Jackson's guys in the box because right. you know because Jackson there and because McKinney can play. He can cover a lot of ground. Right, so, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yes, yeah, so I just think. I mean, again, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I really do think they're they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. I I think uh, I'm excited to see what they can do. And then second comment, I want to get your thoughts, and I'll take it off the air. Sure. I I've been a Jones supporter the whole duration. I just think it's interesting. Earlier in the year, you got Tom Brady, you got Aaron Rodgers, and people are, the talking heads are willing to say, oh, well, Brady doesn't have his offensive line this year. Oh, Aaron Rodgers has all these young receivers. And yet, the argument doesn't get brought up the reverse, you know, that Daniel just hasn't had stuff to work with until this year. He's definitely got you know, better offensive line play. Um, anyway, just want to get your thoughts on uh, Daniel's progression and do you guys see him as a, uh, you know, franchise quarterback, top-tier quarterback that you can win a Super Bowl with. Thanks. I'll take it off the air and love the program. Well, Thank, thanks very much. I will go with it like this. We'll speak from the top down. John Marin said that he really felt like he didn't give Daniel, uh, didn't put a, put the right people around him to give him a chance his whole career, and we want to at least do that. Uh, and he said that, you know, at the hiring of Dable, Joe Shane and the crew, he said that. Even though we didn't have, still didn't have, you know, receivers and all this stuff, John Mara said that. And when he said that, I was like, wow, that's interesting. And I said, because I've been thinking my whole time that this guy's running for his life. But it's, it's just that someone, when the owner comes out and says it, it makes a big difference. Uh, because this year he's having success, I think, teams and, and talking heads so to speak are now going like hmm maybe the kid can be pretty good maybe he can be pretty good and you're right Brady had uh, oh no his offensive line is gone I don't know how he's going to make it through the season he throws for over 4,000 yards you know he's throwing to Mike Evans and these guys uh, Aaron Rodgers oh these young receivers but Aaron Rodgers can make anybody good <laughs> the same thing is not being said about Daniel with with no offensive line and no. Well, I think it's because those guys have a track record of doing it before, but we haven't seen it from Daniel yet. I think that's yeah, but, I think that's why. But if, in fairness, if 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 he's operating with with the two things, that. he's operating with with a flaw from both guys. 
No, I totally get it. I get so what you're saying. For 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 most of his career this year, at least he has a better offensive line. Yeah. You know, he has he, now he's starting to get two receivers, almost three three consistent guys. He's starting to get more consistent play out of them uh, when they're healthy. So that's that's been part of it for his career. All right, Howard, before we say goodbye, we have a couple of um, statements that got released over the course of the program here. First from the Cincinnati Bengals. First and foremost, the Bengals continue to send thoughts and prayers to DeMar Hamlin and his family. Our hearts are with everyone in this unprecedented time. What we can do is support one another. Last night was supposed to be a great night for the NFL and a great showcase for our hometown. Instead, the human side of our sport became paramount, and in that moment, humanity and love rose to the forefront. As medical personnel undertook extraordinary measures, both teams demonstrated respect and compassion, while fans in the stadiums and people around the country bolstered the support for DeMar and love for each other. The Bengals are thankful for the love and compassion shown by all praying for DeMar. Then from DeMar Hamlin's family. On behalf of our family, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to DeMar during this challenging time. We are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donations from fans around the country. His, you know, he did a GoFundMe up there. It's over $3 million now. It's amazing. We also want to acknowledge the dedicated first responders and healthcare professionals at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center who have provided exceptional care to DeMar. We feel so blessed to be part of the Buffalo Bills organization and to have their support. We also want to thank Coach Taylor and the Bengals for everything they've done. Your generosity and compassion mean the world to us. Please keep DeMar in your prayers. We will release updates as soon as we have them. I think that's a good way to end the show. That's all you can be said. We'll be back tomorrow at 1230 for an episode of Big Blue Kickoff Live. For Howard Cross, I'm John Schmelk. We'll see you then. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.